Hey, welcome to episode seven. So today we're going to be talking about body confidence. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about confidence and we talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger and how our thoughts are really what create confidence. And we're going to expand on that today and talk more about our bodies. So I was talking with my boyfriend the other night and I love to compliment him on his body and tell him how good he looks and how much I like how he looks and how much I enjoy his body. And I would, I would recommend that. I would highly recommend, um, especially if there's like a specific thing about your partner's body that you, that you like, um, to focus on that and to let them know. So I was talking about that and about the specific parts of his body that I like. And I don't know where the, how the conversation got here, but I was thinking, I was like, wouldn't it be terrible if you were about to sleep with someone, like hang out with them, you know, have sex for the first time. And you were like, in, they were, you know, you were both into it and you're hanging out and you take off your clothes and they're like, nope, I don't want to sleep with that. I was like, I think that would be one of the most terrible experiences. And I want to kind of put in here for a second that I a thousand consent is super important. And when you're, if you're like engaging in anything sexual or whatever with someone, you're allowed at any point to be like, nope, um, I'm, I'm not interested anymore. I am not feeling it. I want to slow down. I want to whatever. That's not what I'm talking about, right? That's really important. And you can always do that in any relationship. That's healthy, right? You should be able to say no at any point and it shouldn't be a, it's not a problem, right? What we don't want to do is like make it about the other person, right? We don't want to, like that would be terrible if you take off your clothes and someone's like, no, I don't find you attractive anymore. And so it really got me thinking about body confidence and about how in relationships and dating, we're often told, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm going to talk about the perspective of a woman. I think this equally applies to men. Um, not think it does equally apply to men and it's also a problem for men, but I'm going to talk about from my perspective. Um, so as a woman, we're often taught that we need to look a certain way in order to attract males or to be attractive or to even be accepted in the world. If I'm totally honest, we're supposed to look a certain way, right? Even getting ready for this podcast just now. I mean, I, I'm still in my sweats. You can't see them, but I'm also recording a a video at the same time to use on my Instagram. So I straightened my hair a little bit. I haven't straightened my hair in probably three weeks. I put on a little bit of um, lip stuff, um, lipstick, lip gloss. I thought about what I looked like and there's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is we take it so far that we think that if we don't look a certain way, we can't be accepted by other people, that they won't like us, that there's something wrong with us, that we're lazy or don't look after ourselves or let ourselves go or, or we'll be unwanted. Okay, so let's start with attraction and what, where attraction comes from. So what happens is I look at that body and then I have thoughts about that body and my thoughts my thoughts, not the body. This is really important. So it's my thoughts and not the body that caught the other person's body that causes me to be attracted or not attracted to that person. So I think about sometimes if we look at like celebrities, so, um, Benedict, is it Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, something like that. Anyway, 
If we look at him, let's take Keanu Reeves instead. I love Keanu Reeves. He's super hot. Just like, oh. Anyway, <laughs> so I love Keanu Reeves mostly because of his character in The Matrix. Um, and that's what I'm attracted to is mostly personality. So if we look at Keanu Reeves, I have thoughts about him, right? I think, oh my God, he's so hot. I like how he's dark and brooding. And I think he's a decent person too. I don't really know. So that makes me feel attracted to him. I'm like, Keanu Reeves is super hot. I also kind of like Conan O'Brien. He is much older than me, but like there's something about a super smart guy and he's funny and tall. Love it. But you might be thinking those guys are super unattractive. They are not my type. You'd be like, Conan's like, well, he is quite a bit older than I am, but um, you'd be like, he's way too old. Or you'd be like, he's not funny at all. Or like, he's a I don't know, a ginger. I don't know. But you would have different thoughts about him, right? So we have the same person, Conan O'Brien or Keanu Reeves, who I randomly picked. And you might find them, I might, I find them attractive and you might not find them attractive. So what this tells us is that it's not the body or the person that makes us feel attracted. It's our thoughts about them. Now, this is super powerful and useful because that means that if attraction isn't something that just happens, for me, if it's not something that just happens, that means I have choice. So I get to actually choose who I feel attracted to based on the thoughts that I think. So if it came out that Conan O'Brien had like sexually assaulted a bunch of his staff, I would want to not be attracted to him anymore, right? I would choose thoughts that, I think one of the things I said about him is I think he's a good person, too and that's important to me so I would choose thoughts like he's not a good person and if I'm I'm seeing him and I'm like he's not a good person I'm not going to be attracted to him the same goes for like very physical characteristics right so if I think about my partner so my partner is like fairly tall and lean he's quite tall and lean and um he's really cute he has this really great smile like very mischievous when I think th thoughts like that, yeah, I find him attractive, right? I'm talking about him in a way that I find him attractive. I'm focusing on what I like about him. Now, I could look at his body and think, I'm not going to say things out loud about it, but like I could look at it and criticize it. I'm more than capable of doing that. I've practiced that lots on my own body, not on purpose, but I could look at his body and think all the thoughts, right, that I don't like about him, that it's... That whatever. He could be more this. He could be more that. He could be less this. If only he was this way. And you can tell just from that, like, look at the shift in my energy. A minute ago, I was talking about his smile when he's like super mischievous. That makes me smile. I literally start smiling. Or I could think about the things that I don't like about him and that, you know, he could change or like he could be more this or whatever. And what happens is my energy shifts and my attraction to level to him shifts. Now, he hasn't changed, right? His body is the exact same that it was. But my thoughts have changed. What I'm choosing to focus on has changed. So when we know that, attraction really comes from the person's thoughts. So me being attracted to whoever I'm attracted to comes from my thoughts you being attracted to whoever you're attracted to comes from your thoughts. And my partner being attracted or not attracted to me comes from his thoughts. It doesn't come from my body. 
it comes from his thoughts about my body, what he wants to choose to think about my body, which I have no control over, you guys. I have zero control. Just like he doesn't have any control over my thoughts about him. He doesn't control if I want to talk all day about my favorite parts of his body or if I want to talk about, well, maybe he could be a little more this or a little more that or less this or less that. He has no control over that. He just has his body. And we are taught in society that if we change our bodies, that we can make everyone think sexy thoughts about us, right? Like I grew up in a time like in the 90s when tall, I'm short and like an apple shape, right? All my weight goes in my stomach. That's where it likes to live. And I grew up in the 90s when the sexy body was like someone who was very, very, very tall and thin, very tall and thin, like kind of I'll give like a Taylor Swift body was like the ideal body type, right? Tall and thin, the opposite of me. And so I really grew up thinking and we were told for so many years, like so many years, I'm talking historically that we need to look a certain way for people to find us attractive and that it's our job to change our body so that they can find us attractive. And that's terrible and impossible because no matter what, like no matter, even if my boyfriend like changed his body and all of a sudden, you know, became like, I don't even know how he would change, right? It may be super, super muscular, let's say, right? Or like more tanned. I don't know. Even if he changed that, it's still up to me and my brain to decide what I want to think about him. If I want to find him attractive or not, he can't make, like he can't do, he can't, right? And I really think we see this with celebrities. Like I take someone like Kim Kardashian. She's gorgeous, obviously. Like, I mean, like I... I think like everyone's beautiful, right? If we think about what's beautiful about them, we really get to make that choice. But I'm saying, I'm like, she's, you know, if we're looking at what society would want in a woman, like if we buy into this belief that if I look a certain way, everyone will find me attractive. You look at Kim Kardashian and people are just like, she's a slut or she's, you know, she's had too much work done or she's had whatever. And it's like, like, I almost swore there, but we're trying to keep this podcast mostly clean, you guys, but like, God, like we can't win, right? We cannot win. And when we're told this lie of like, if I look a certain way, people find me attractive, we're screwed because I can't control other people's thoughts. And I, I don't like that I can't control other people's thoughts. That's annoying. I would like to be able to control other people's thoughts, but I've tried a lot and you guys, it just doesn't work. So when we look at attractiveness in this way, that it's not my responsibility in my relationship sorry, it is my responsibility in my relationship is to find my partner attractive. That's my job. Like it's my job to find him attractive and to choose thoughts that help me find him attractive. Now I get a choice there, right? If I'm with someone and I don't want to find them attractive anymore, or I don't ever want to find them attractive, I can choose that. I can choose not to find my partner attractive if I don't want to. Just like what we talked about Conan O'Brien. I think he's super cute right now. I could change my mind and I could decide to think, oh, you know what? He actually like was doing some terrible stuff. I don't want to find him attractive anymore. I can choose that. But my partner can never like make me feel attracted or not attracted, right? That's always on me. It's on me to decide if I want to find my partner attractive and to focus on what I love about them or not. I don't have to choose that, right? 
And that's where it gets really powerful because sometimes, um, when we're not in a relationship or when we're in a relationship that needs to end, we think that we just find them attractive instead of realizing that it's actually my thoughts and what I'm thinking that causes me to find them attractive or not, right? No matter what their body looks like, I get to decide thoughts that make me think that they're attractive or not, right? I can look at someone and think, no, like they do terrible things, their their energy and how they show up, ugh, like it repulses me. I can think that. Or I can think like, oh my God, look at their arms or, oh, they're so nice to me. I love when they did this, right? I get to choose. So in your relationship, that means that it's your job to find your partner attractive. And if you don't want to do that, that's a whole other thing that we need to look at, right? Because we shouldn't really be in relationships with people if we're not going to do that work of finding them attractive, because that's not a good time for anyone, not for you, not for them. What it also means is that in my relationship, it's my partner's job to find me attractive. Yeah, it's his job. It's not mine to look a certain way because no matter how I look, he gets to choose, right? Like the other day he came over last night um, and my hair was a mess because I had showered and then I had a little nap with my cat and um, it was all over the place, like very, very, very messy. And he looked at me and he's like, oh, you look so cute right? That's what he decided to think. He didn't think something like she didn't do my hair. She should have done her hair for me. She knew we was having, we were having a date night. Why is she just wearing sweats? No. He looked at me and was like, oh, you look really cute, right? And he chose that thought and that's his, like his job in the relationship, right? Is to do that. It's to think thoughts about me that make him feel attracted to me, and that create love between us, right? A lot of like love and good feelings and positivity and um, kindness and like attractiveness, right? So you have that like sexy bestie part in there too. So your job in the relationship is to work on your thoughts about your partner and your partner's job is to work on their thoughts about you and choose thoughts to find each other attractive. And this is so different from what we're told about thinking that like I've actually read relationship books that say that like a woman should um you know like watch her figure and keep herself sexy for her man and shit like that that we're not we're not doing that anymore we don't do that in my space that's not a thing we do okay so in summary it's your partner's job to find you attractive because only they can control their thoughts you can't control their thoughts no matter what you look like if you look like Kim Kardashian or Taylor Swift or whoever, they people still comment on their pages that they aren't whatever enough. So no matter what you did, it's always up to your partner to find you attractive or not because you can't control their thoughts. Okay, let's talk about you for a second before we end today though. Let's talk about you. I want you to today at some point go and find a mirror and look at yourself in it. Now, you with very little clothes on would be ideal. That's kind of what we're aiming for is like maybe just tonight, you know, while you're changing into your pajamas, look in a mirror and look at your body. What are you thinking about your own body? Now it doesn't, I'm not one of these people that's going to be like, oh, you have to love yourself. You have to love everything about you. You're so sexy. You're so hot. It's okay. If there's parts of you that you don't like, like, obviously there's probably going to be like, that's fine. Right. Totally fine. But I want you to notice how just like with when I talked about my partner, I mean, I could 
look at his body and think, oh, this isn't good enough. That isn't good enough. And whatever, if I wanted to, right. If I, if I wanted to look for that. And a lot of our brains have been trained to look for that in ourselves and in others. Our brains have been trained to look for where am I too fat? Where do I need some more Botox? My hair isn't quite straight here. What's wrong with me? But instead, I want you to think about how my voice changed when I started talking about how I love my partner's mischievous smile. He gets this smile that you just, he just is a little bit of a troublemaker sometimes and um, very fun. And that's my absolute favorite part about him is that look that he gets in his eyes and in his smile. I want you to look and find what that is for you. What do you love about yourself like that? Where you just like, it almost gives you this like thing that you would get if you looked at a small little cute puppy where you're like, oh my God, it's so cute. For me, it's a kitten. I just love them. I just love them. They make me so happy. And I want you to look at yourself and find what is that, what is that about you? And maybe you're not there. Like maybe you're like, I could never be as cute as a kitten. I don't think I could ever be as cute as a kitten either. But what do you love about yourself? Like actually, right? What is it that you love about yourself? Or if we can't find that love, like if you can't find that kind of level, that's okay. What do we like, right? So like for me, I like my arms. I've been working on for years and years and years. My arms are pretty strong. I like my arms. I have really great hair too. My hair is so wonderful. Um, it, I mean, it doesn't always look great, but it looks really good sometimes. And I've just been gifted with great hair that I love. And we want to think about that, right? We want to think about those things that we love about ourselves. And like I said, if you can't get there, that's okay. But let's at least start being aware of like, I get to choose what I focus on here. Like I get to actually choose for me. My stomach is one of my difficult parts of my body that I wish it was flat, right? I grew up in a time as a teenager when I was supposed to, supposed to have a flat stomach in quotes, and it's never been flat. And so for me, that's the harder part of my body, right? To like, or like, I probably wouldn't love it. But if I really look and I think, whoa, okay, wait a second. My stomach is just how it is. I get to think whatever I want about it. Huh? Right? If we just sit with that, I get to think whatever I want about it. What do I want to think about it? And not in a way of like, oh, I love it. Like, no, you don't have to do that. But like, I get choice here. I get to decide what I want to think about my body. And if it's my partner's job to feel attracted to me, like if I can just drop all that shit and it's like, that's up to him. If he wants to find me attractive, find me attractive. That's great for him. Like I love finding people attractive. It's enjoyable, right? That's up to him. And then it becomes about my relationship with me. Like, do I want to find me attractive? Hmm. So I kind of want to leave you with that, right? If we stopped worrying about, not worrying about, but if we really see that attractiveness comes from our thoughts, okay, well, what do we want to be thinking then? So thank you so much for listening. Um, always, if you want to work on this more, I work with people one-on-one. We meet, um, every week over zoom for an hour and we talk about stuff like this. And this is the stuff that really changes your relationship. We, it's not just about fluffy, like self-love, self-help stuff. It's about really fundamentally changing and shifting how you see things and your understanding of relationships and of love. So I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. And Make sure you do that. Look in the mirror today and really think about what you're thinking about yourself.